0: How was Christmas? How was everyone's Christmas?
1: Yeah, how was everyone's Christmas? How was yours? Did you go and look through some windows?
0: Yeah, a little bit of little bit of window um, Christmas tree Get looking. Yeah, uh-huh. Christmas lights. Christmas lights. Mm. Gets dark early, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, around about half four.
0: Wow, I, it's still shocking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen on the other side of the world, does it?
0: No, no, not like that. I mean, you have to be pretty down, a long way down New Zealand. You're down in the South Island, really, for the days to get, you know, I mean, really short, where you start to feel like, it just, like the sun just sort of appears. Well, yeah, we haven't had a lot of sun here. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis.
1: And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing.
0: I kind of want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. It's been hard, actually has it so much rain so much rain so so little sunshine oh yes.
1: well i'm I'm back in the uk now so i i will share your pain but i don't really understand it in the sense that where i was was lovely
0: yeah i don't need understanding anyway but i'm happy for you i'm happy for you and nice to see lovely photos of you shining looking looking (laughs) very healthy amazing given How much, how many cocktails you.
1: (laughs) I actually didn't drink that much. I didn't have that many cocktails. In fact, I don't think I had a single cocktail the time I was away. Right. I had wine. I had one beer.
0: I just forget that you even drink beer. beer. That's so weird.
1: I don't drink it often. It's usually in relationship to a particular food group. I can't remember what I ate, uh, what I drank a beer with. Something spicy. Mm could have been. Don't remember. And I remember having a one beer, and I had some spirits, but not mixed into uh, a cocktail. I had them neat. Oh, right. Uh,
0: that's not really a cocktail, is it? Not really, no. I mean, it's, it's only just... one step from,
1: but... Uh, actually, it's two steps from, because I think to be a cocktail, you have to have three ingredients to be technically a cocktail. Really? I believe that's a true story.
0: As opposed to a mix... yeah i mean if you
1: have exactly a gin and tonic is not a cocktail but if you were to have let's say
0: tonic and uh,
1: lime juice well i I was going to say a negroni which is three elements sure that would be a cocktail
0: Mm, we should just stop and just think about a negroni do you know i have a, a friend actually he's not not he's not a close friend um, but uh, he uh, often he quite likes a Negroni, and will. He's been to bars where he said, "I'll have a Negroni, thanks." And they say, "No, sorry, don't make those." And uh, he says, "Do you have Campari? Yes. Do you uh-huh. have Vermouth? Yes. Do you have uh-huh. what's the other one? Gin? Yes." Gin. He said, uh, "I'll have a shot of each, thanks." <laughs> and he makes seriously. Ma- they say they don't make them yeah he said this was in Britain that that had happened, and uh, so he asks for a glass with a with a slice of lem- uh, a slice of orange orange and then yeah. uh, <laughs> then buys th- three shots and then does the mix himself.
1: What a curious thing to say that we don't make them when we have the ingredients
0: Yes, I don't know I don't know. that's uh i mean I've only heard that firsthand, so he might just be t- he actually tried it <laughs> I saw him try it in Italy. <laughs> We were at a uh, restaurant, and they said, "No, we don't. Uh, we don't make negronis," which was a little bit shocking, uh, I have yeah. to say. <clears throat> yeah, and so he went, started asking them, and of course, the pe- person didn't speak great English, mm-hmm. and started asking them, "Do you have this? Do you have this?" So he was going to, he was going to go, with, um, but they didn't have vermouth.
1: Ah, which would make a good reason why they couldn't produce a negroni.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was really a family, sort of a family restaurant, really. Very, yeah. very basic restaurant. So I don't, uh... yeah, yeah, Negroni mm.
1: days. Mm. Well, a friend brought round a bottle of gingina, or ginger, uh, which is a, a liqueur from Portugal with cherries in it. It's very sweet and surprisingly strong.
0: Right. And did you, how did you have that?
1: Are just neat. You sometimes have it out of a chocolate cup, which I find even more bizarre because it's like you don't need more sweet in this. Okay, Wait, fine. A chocolate cup. Yeah, yeah, you can go to bars. There's like a place called saint Um and actually that's where this particular bottle came from. So it was a it was a fancy bottle that was brought to us as a um a Christmas gift from our good friend and um, we didn't have it with chocolate, but you can go to various places and have a, a, a shot of ginger with uh, with in a little chocolate cup, which you then eat.
0: It's oh, just sounding like I I I'm lost for words.
1: In a that's good like, way or in a bad way? Yeah, in a really good way. <laughs> okay, right. I, I wasn't love, sure if you were thinking that. Sounds I love like the
0: idea the of eating a world. cup, yeah, and that that, it, that it's made out of chocolate. Yes, yeah. like yeah.
1: Willy Wonka. It is. It's like it's like a, a little bit of a, a boozy Willy Wonka. I I must confess, I have never had aforementioned chocolate cup. Oh. I have seen it. No, no. I, I um. In fact, I think this might have been the first time I've had a ginger in a long time. I had it once in the Alentejo, probably about. 15 years ago and thought oh my god this tastes like cough mixture
0: right that's that was back before your uh you'd turned the uh, your liver had turned the corner
1: exactly and i also think that probably it wasn't a particularly good quality that i was drinking at the time and it did it was it was just sickly yeah um but i remember a couple of years ago walking through alfama Um, which is a a part of Lisbon. So one of the super old bits. So you've got Alfama, Moreria. These are the bits that, you know, people take photographs of and it's all like higgledy-piggledy and houses on top of one another.
0: Yeah, moment. and I'm going to try and say that I did walk through there, and I'm going to try and say that without making a joke about it. But
1: yes, I remember that. You did really well. Well Thank done. You. Well Thank done. you. Thank you. So that area, so you know, because you were cast out of the house, etc., etc. Um, yeah,
0: but I, I know you I didn't, didn't do that. I know that was I me. Know. I was, yeah, I was, was, taking, I was taking, I was, you I was difficult... taking, I
1: was taking. I fully appreciate why it happened. Oh, now I feel like a bad person. <laughs> one week later, you get your revenge. Anyway. We were just walking through Alfama, and um, it was, I guess it was probably around about 11 o'clock in the morning. And we just walked past, we were just walking towards this little house uh, on the way somewhere. And it, it had like a, you know those barn doors where the top half opens and the bottom half can stay shut? Uh,
0: you know, the, yes, I think, yeah. yeah the
1: the yeah. kind of door where it's basically it's two doors, like a little... A, Yes, we doors had we had
0: of one of in now. our house in Masterton in New Zealand because of course it was uh, you know it was uh, uh, dad had a veterinary clinic and so we used to have it. Ah. Yeah. It was like a stables yeah. door basically.
1: Stables door. That's so the horses word that would I meant, stick not their a heads out door. of her. Yeah. Yes. Well, This little old lady opened the top half of her door as we were walking towards her, just dropped a sign over the bottom (laughs) half of the door. And like she had this like little table that sort of hooked over sort of a a kind of a a Heath Robinson affair that she'd made or had made for her. And she just like popped out these chocolate cups and popped a little little bottle of ginger on on the thing. And, And we were like, what's going on here? Um, and she was selling ginger from her from her front room. Do you and think thought, she'd had
0: a food hygiene uh, inspection? I
1: was like pr- pretty. I'm pretty confident she hadn't. But she was selling it for like two or three euros a pop, and all of a sudden it was like the 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 heavens opened for, but instead of rain coming out it was uh, american tourists just crowding around. i don't know where they'd been they were not in sight before and they were just forming an orderly queue she must have they the, must, she
0: must have been appeared on you know one of the tour guide book she things she must uh, have turned yes. up at this time on a said day yeah, you'll...
1: yeah it was uh, it was very very fun to watch that happen that was a, a couple of years ago as i say it wasn't this time we were drinking ginger in our home with our friend out of glasses, not chocolate cups. That was one boozy drink I drank, and the other boozy drink I drank was just uh, a glass of Agua Dent at the end of a, a meal. But that, otherwise, what's that? Is that a, is
0: that like a digestivo?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty, uh, it was a pretty restrained affair, all things cocktail wise.
0: Nice. How about no, you? I think of you as a. a, uh, a uh, uh, a modicum of restraint. Is that the right word? Modicum. Yeah. You know. yeah. yeah I would have I used... gone with
1: modicum rather than modicum, but I learn from reading, not from hearing. So who knows how to say it? Oh, well, I don't
0: know either. Modicum, modicum. I would have said modicum. Mm. I, well, clearly uh. I did say that.
1: Uh... Yeah. <laughs> potato, potato, let's call the whole thing off. Okay,
0: great. So the episode. this is our final episode.
1: <laughs> and it's 10 minutes and 17 seconds long. Goodbye. Bye. It's good to catch up. <laughs> So, did you get boozy, boozy drunk, or did you? No, have no, not, a, not at all. No, cock of not the not tails? All. No,
0: just. Um, we had, uh, I've been I've been doing a lot of baking. Uh, just.
1: I saw the photograph of the cheesy bread.
0: Oh wow, uh, that looked good. It's really good, actually. Um, it's cacio e pepe is the is the Roman dish, which is a very famous Roman pasta dish. Which is it just means cheese and pepper. And um what's well, a type of cheese, and oh, two cheeses in fact, and they it, it's it's one of those dishes that it's you know it is famous in Rome and it, it's one of those dishes that if they get it right, you just think how is it possible that something could taste so good with so few ingredients yeah. but of course it's not that easy to make it's a little bit tricky to make and i've never I and mean, Lil's had a couple of goes and i 've never really bothered but um so this is a this is a a version of it's basically cheese and pepper bread and uh yeah yeah it was really nice very hard to imagine how to make it cost effective if i were to sell it because the cost of the cheese it's quite a lot of cheese mm, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm thinking i might do that just for a laugh and see if people pay for it
1: um, well it's one of those things isn't it because i mean when you're in the artisan bread world i think people will Pay quite a a premium because I think they understand how much time a sourdough takes, and then I guess if they're understanding of that, then they kind of go, oh, and the cheesy on top of it, yeah, 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 that makes sense. So maybe,
0: yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. So it's very, very, very scrummy bread. Uh, so and yeah, and then we just uh, we because I have this bread prover, which is like a container with a heater on the bottom, which you can adjust the temperature, and it turns out you can also use it as a slow cooker, which I'd never done. Before. <gasps> Wowzers. So yeah, we stuck a uh, we stuck a, a very cheap cut, a very a, a brisket, um, and um, I said a brisket, a brisket, and slow cooked that ten hours, I think it was eleven hours uh, on Christmas Day, and it was yeah, so we, and that we, hilariously, although it wasn't because we don't we buy occasionally. I mean, that's the first meat I've bought from Riverford, which is a farm close to you. Since, uh-huh, it is. It's probably a year ago, actually. I, haven't, I don't think I bought any. I, I, I ate so little meat, yeah. and um, and it lasted four different meals. So we got four different meals out of it. Uh, that's that was half of what I bought. Anyway, long story. But yeah, so no, not really. Just very, um, just nice food and uh, pretty quiet. Lots of reading. Yeah, good.
1: Mm.
0: mostly pretty that good.
1: Sounds lovely.
0: Yeah, and just w- walking in the rain.
1: Oh, we we did a lot of walking but it wasn't in the rain. Our Christmas day was for the first time ever we went out. Yes, you did, didn't you? Yeah, I've never done this before. But wait, you hang th- on,
0: you said you hang on. It, oh, it was just pairing, it wasn't cocktails.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was wine pairing and that was that was when we finished with the Aguadent. Might not have been the only glass of Aguadent, if I'm honest. I might have had some more at the chicken shop. I did have some more at the chicken shop because when did came along. Did you
0: go to the chicken shop after you'd had four hours of Christmas dinner?
1: I mean, not directly after and it wasn't, in fact, after it was before. My parents, as as we discussed last week, came to see the awfulness that was... Oh
0: um, uh, yeah, Cirque du Soleil.
1: Oh, Cirque du Soleil. So it was the... Night before or the night after Cirque du Soleil, we went to the chicken shop. Anyway, right. Christmas Christmas Day. So, did you they like say, having
0: cook, a dinner cooked for you effectively? Well,
1: I have to say, I've always really, really enjoyed Christmas at home and it's always felt rather lovely. But for the past couple of years, we have taken Jeff to the kennels on Christmas Eve because we've been flying out early on Boxing Day. So that means that we haven't been spending Christmas Day with Jeff. And so even though we've been at home Christmas the last couple of years, it hasn't felt particularly exciting because there's been no ridiculous creature running around. Um, and so it's been a bit like, you know, mm, okay, yeah. So it actually felt quite nice going out. Um, and we we went into the restaurant and um, it was kind of an L-shaped affair where you walked in um, and there was like a, a row of tables and then a bar and then you kind of went through a little arch and then to the right there was a, a, a bigger room. And the guy who brought us in said, you can choose where to sit. You can either sit on this foretop next to this family of 12 or you can have a more intimate setting around the corner. And we looked around the corner, it was just full of couples and we were like, Ooh, fuck that. Let's sit, sit next to this like exciting family of 12. Well, <laughs> that turns out to have been the best decision ever because we were on a set menu because it's Christmas Day and, you you know, you do your paying. And- was it full, the place, by the way? Oh, yeah, it was full. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't – it's not a big restaurant. There were maybe 30 covers, 35. It was, it was pretty intimate. It's, art, it's artisanal, isn't it? It is artisanal. Also, I think they probably uh, make – their money on a very large garden in the summertime right so they've got uh, this huge garden out the back which obviously during the summer they can they can probably double the capacity of the restaurant this must be fascinating to anybody listening but i forgot that i was recording this and i'm just telling simon my friend of our christmas day oh my gosh your sister will be riveted she will be she'll be (laughs) appalled She'll she'll like, you're just you're talking about nothing you pair of... mind you it's the new year. I mean do we want to start with high temperature no we really don't do we.
0: So yeah so she'll be uh she'll be, she'll be wondering why the hell aren't we talking about
1: anything. I know, well because you know because it's I've got the things new year, to talk about of course. Have you?
0: Yes, yeah, well, of it... Yeah, but no, you go, you go, you you do you.
1: I mean, this is a—it's oh, not really very interesting, except to say we chose to sit next to this big family. They leaned over and they said, "Where are you from?" And Port-, Port the Geish. Um, And we said, oh, "From England." And then they said, "Oh, whereabouts?" M English." And we said, "Oh, Plymouth." And they went, "Portsmouth." I said, "No, Plymouth," because we always say Plymouth because it's just easier than Totnes. Um, and then there was a, a really lovely it's kind Portsmouth of Portsmouth in and- Devon. No, Portsmouth's on the other side of the country, but people hear Plymouth and think Portsmouth. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. um, Lovely chat. uh, Very nice. And then um, I'd popped off to the loo because very sensible. This is, uh, thank you, Craig. Um, Because I was having a wine pairing, as we sat down, Bob said, remember what Craig would do. And Craig would always make sure that he matches as much water to alcohol. So I I, I was drinking a lot of wine, but I was also drinking a lot of water. So it was straight through you. So off I popped to the loo after our second main course.
0: Of course, you had a second main course.
1: Well, of course. Oh no, we didn't have a second main course because I came back out and there was a third main course on the table. <laughs> of course, there was, was a like, third main course. Why is there a third main course here? We're only supposed to have two. Turns out the family next to us—they'd had a special main course made for them, separate to the uh, special menu.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They'd had a, they'd had a roast baby goat. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm just wanna I just any baby goats listening, just please. Close your ears. Cover your ears for this next oh, because
1: Oh, because the briskets listening shouldn't be upset, should they?
0: <laughs> I don't know if there are any baby briskets listeners. We don't have any baby
1: brisket listeners. Well, you don't know. You don't know if you've got a it's, baby brisket listener. It's, no,
0: it's just the word baby in front of it, isn't it? Anyway, go.
1: Well, okay, how about we had roast kid? Is that better? <laughs> Not for our American listeners who start thinking, wait, a child. (laughs) (laughs) So I came back, and yeah, they they decided they wanted to share their main course with us. So we had three main courses. Wow, I know um and then after that we were taken on a tour of the wine cellar and i said this to a friend and they went why does all that weird shit happen to you and i was like what do you mean weird shit i've been to restaurants and i've never had uh somebody share their food or take me on a tour of the wine cellar do you do you it's
0: uh do you think you might draw hmm, how do i ask this question do you think it's possible that you get that kind of thing more than other people
1: and if if
0: so, why do you think that might be?
1: I don't know that it. I don't know. I mean, you don't. I mean,
0: obviously, we don't know if that's the case. But
1: yeah, perhaps perhaps listeners could let us know. Do you get people sharing their food with strangers sharing their food with you on Christmas Day and then taking on a <laughs> tour of the wine cellar? <laughs> he had three thousand bottles of wine in there. It was brilliant. Very nice, uh, chef lovely man called Vitor. Anyway, you've got things that you want to talk about that are presumably much less boring than me saying that some people gave us some kid and then we had some wine.
0: Do you know the other day... Uh,
1: this is, is this going to be a record scratch?
0: So I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just not right though. Anyway, just one thing I noticed the other day. I have a... Um, I, have a I have two different... Fo- well, I have lots of different folders, but two different folders on my computer. One's called Current Projects and another one's called Archived projects. As you can imagine, what happens when a current project gets finished, it gets stuck into the archived projects. Hmm. Do you know that Midlifing is the longest running current project uh, I have? It's still in the current projects folder.
1: Oh, wow. Is this you wanting to gently tell me that it's time to <laughs> slide into the archive?
0: No, not at all. I was just—I uh, was just—I thought you'd like to know that uh, of all the projects I've had on the go, this one's been the longest. Not the longest oh ever, gosh. but certainly
1: the longest current. The longest current. I think. Huh, you're my second longest collaboration. Really. Yeah. Oh yeah, you've got you've got some some many years to go before you beat my longest collaboration.
0: And you'd have to stop. Or do you still think of yourselves as collaborating? I guess you do writing. You're still collaborating in that way, aren't you? We
1: make work together all the time. We just don't we don't share it with anyone. <laughs> so effectively, we just play, which I know is weird. No, I don't
0: think it's weird at all.
1: We play and we make things all the time.
0: And why do you why have you stopped sharing them?
1: Um, probably because um the sense of need has diminished somewhat.
0: Need, personal need or institutional need or...
1: Both, personal, institutional. There is a sense that we do things for fun. And um, I think a couple of years ago, Bob um, started a a little project called Please Leave Quietly. And she's actually just stopped hosting the website, which she never put anything on, which I really like. um, Because (laughs) it was effectively... She wanted to start documenting all the things that we did, and then so she invested in the uh, in the website, and then went. But it just doesn't seem right, does it? <laughs> so we just—I think it's just about not. Um
0: so listeners probably know, but they might not know that Bob and Lee, when I first met Bob and Lee, they were um they were Bob and Lee. They uh that was what they were known as as a collaborative team and were making um I was sort of thought of it as live art really, um hmm, yeah, performance I art of some right. kind and so yeah, it's very curious, uh very curious to hear you. In fact I sort of like that. Or two things. One, I, I think I like that idea of things being made but not necessarily being shared Uh, I quite like that idea and the other thing is the please leave quietly maybe did I ever because I Bob once showed me and gave me a card that said either please leave quietly or you can go now
1: yeah she has uh, both of those
0: cards. Yes, and I still I think the one I have is You Can Go Now. And Bob said, yes, I keep these different cards with things written on them just in case they come in really handy. If you've got a student who's just, just overstayed their welcoming, just give them a card that says You Can Go Now.
1: <laughs> which, we, which is actually a development of a friend's sister-in-law who, whether this is true or apocryphal, um, used to take business cards that she had printed to dinner parties that just had the phrase "please stop talking" written on them. That <laughs> she would just slide to people that she didn't enjoy talking to. Now I never went to. You ca- dinner ca- how party. could you possibly do that? I well, mean, please stop talking. Please stop talking. And just the idea it's of the having a card that says now, "please stop it? talking." Yeah, I mean, you can go now. Please leave quietly. All of them speak, I think, to a particular way of being in the world anyway. And they're, they're, s- they also
0: have this lovely little font as well. I The one I have is in this quite floral font. Uh, so it it's like it undermines. Like it's printed uh, undermines, fine, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Yes. It undermines the, the, the directness of the message. Aerial it is not.
1: <laughs> no, exactly. And I think that sort of speaks to the kinds of work that we make together so we make tiny quiet little things for each other and for ourselves and and um and I, yeah i guess i guess we we engage in in long form improvisation which is quite fun
0: yeah, that's marriage <laughs> Just to, just to finish, I went and uh, had a PSA test the other day just to keep up with the medical uh, aspects
1: of the... Oh, that's the blood test for your bum hole.
0: Yeah, I th- yeah that's I think that's not quite the language they use, but yeah that's uh, yeah and I should be having them every year as a as a person. Oh, because of your dad's family history. Yeah, exactly. But it's been a few years, so and it's also notoriously, as I think we have talked about, it's a notoriously crappy test um, because PSA levels uh, naturally yeah. go up go all over the place, uh, but they tend to increase as you get older anyway. So. There's a point at which I think if it's above if it's if there's some kind of ru- unusual rise from the year before, then they start um uh <laughs> uh what do you call it? Taking um taking pot shots at your prostate. Trying to they take oh, sam- what do you call it? Yeah. Taking samples of it. Uh, yeah, biopsies. Uh, biopsies, thank you. Yeah. Which is a little bit yeah, it's a little bit strange because they're just trying to it's just luck whether they get the thing or not, so they have to keep jabbing holes in it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and presumably it's it's also part of a larger a larger narrative around what's happening. You know, you, you, yes, you're...
0: symptoms and are there any symptoms or exactly?
1: Okay, and and uh, may I ask how is everything prostate wise?
0: <laughs> Hang on, I'm just going to check the. Uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> so intimate, isn't it? I mean, it's a biz. Yeah, no, no symptoms. I don't have any symptoms.
1: That's good. Because um... you, yeah, because you know, not long ago, I, I, I went and and was disappointed that I didn't have a finger at my bum. Yeah, yeah, I'm I am sure you that, you
0: were. You? Yeah. yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't do that in this country, as far as I can tell. They don't. They don't no. do. Um, no, no. Uh, don't do tests. manual. Yeah, just. No, essays. no. Australians yeah. seem to be much keener to Australian doctors. Cortron, we'd like to hear the uh,
1: <laughs> would like to hear the
0: lowdown. he'll just probably come back with one and two men some of them are erectile dysfunction and that if they're only him and him and me in the room it's not him <laughs> That's all I get from him one and two Simon one and two.
1: I mean <laughs> there's right. two of us here as well <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just want to say. I'm with David, <laughs> so there seems to be a correlation. <laughs> you
0: guys going to join your final little club
1: together. Uh, oh, I'm yi. sorry, that was a low blow.
0: Indeed. I'm stopping recording on that note.
1: Okay, fine, me too.